This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Our guests on today's Sidecast are Eric Heft and Ryan Harklaw of the Cyclone Radio Network. We'll take a sneak peek at the Cheez-It Bowl matchup with Clemson, examine some other big news items lately for the Cyclone football program, and take a dive into basketball as well as the Iowa Corn Sioux series continues tonight. We hope you'll enjoy our latest Sidecast. Well, guys, let's just start off with the really big news from yesterday that Anthony Johnson is returning. What does that mean for this Cyclone program next season? Well, it really solidifies a position that was going to lose some key players. One of the best corners, I think, in the Big 12 to come back and commit and help continue this legacy this group has had at Iowa State is terrific. And I don't know. I think maybe he just wanted to go through another senior day. I'm not sure if that was the whole thing. <laughs> it is such good news, though, Eric. You're right. Like it's When you look at what he does for our defense, we don't get to call his name a ton on Saturdays because he has his person on lockdown. And and what that does, it allows us to kind of leave him on his own to, to take his guy and put one more in the box to help with the run. Or It allows us to do so many different things in the, on the run you know, just because having him on the outside. So I'm shocked, you know, when I, when I heard he was coming back. I think he's a Sunday guy. He will play someday on Sundays. But uh, one more year, obviously he didn't get the news he maybe wanted where he'd go in the draft or what they were projecting. So great news for us and Cyclone fans all around on that one. That's great for our defense. And I think it really helped the young guys like Miles Purchase to have a, a veteran guy around like like Ant who can really kind of lead that group. Not to mention TJ Tampa and some other young guys that I think will have the ability to be good players in the future. But to, to be behind a guy or with a guy leading them who, who understands the process and what you have to go through just to set that example there. I mean, I think that's just invaluable. It really is because he's going to help with where we thought there might be a little bit of a hole here because of some graduations and losing a leader like Greg Eisworth. But I think Ant becomes the, the leader in that room and becomes a leader in that backfield um, with those five defensive backs. So it's a bigger get for Iowa State than just a corner. It's, it's, it's a get for the entire back end of that defense. So it's, a, it's actually really exciting news for everybody. Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Well, when we get down to Orlando, we'll just let our fans know that on Monday night, the 27th, where we normally have our Cyclone Coaches Corner, it still will be the Cyclone Coaches Corner, but it'll be the three of us and Brent Bloom, and we'll be in a round table. Hopefully Chris Williams can join us as well and just kind of talking about the bowl game. So we'll dive into it deeper, but your initial thoughts on the Cheez-It Bowl matchup against Clemson. Clemson's a, a really good football team. Defensively, they have been stellar all season long, and I think that's going to be that's probably going to be the, the biggest challenge. They've not done as well on offense as I think most people expected. The, the plug and play they've had a quarterback with Deshaun Watson, you know, and then Trevor Lawrence, and they thought uh, Ugalele would be or whatever his I can't pronounce his name right would be just another guy who's going to take the reins and, and be that terrific quarterback. He's had a very average, a mediocre season. But I like the matchup. Number one, you beat a Clemson. I think that's that's a huge feather in your cap. I don't care what kind of year they have. They are nine and three. I mean, they're they're a good football team. But I, I just think 
to have a great win, you have to have a great opponent. And certainly Iowa State has that great name opponent in this bowl game and an opportunity to get a, a really signature win. It is the last time we were here. If you look back to this bowl game, Notre Dame was that team. And that was that signature win we were looking for. And Notre Dame obviously had some big time players uh, that, that showed up that day. And I think they shocked us on a few big plays in this bowl game early and just kind of took us out of the game. Uh, Claypool being one of them, the wide receiver now with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, and commit. Yeah. And commit, yeah, with the, with the Chicago Bears. And there was a couple times where we would just you, – the players, this group now of seniors, the, you know, were sophomores. And, and you know, you look at that gold dome and it's like, wow, we're here. We, we're playing this kind of team now. And it was like a shock to them initially. But I thought they responded. If you look at that game, the score wasn't that close. But there's like four or five plays that just – they go different. You know, we don't fumble or we don't do a few of the mistakes that we normally were doing the rest of the year. Good things happen. And the next thing, here we are. Now we're playing against what I consider to be a top five program of the last 10 years in college football. That helmet with the paw print on it, you know, you, I don't think this group's going to be shocked. So I think you're going to see a really good football game. I think they're going to be excited. They're going to be motivated. If you, you know, who doesn't want to be Clemson? Because it's, it puts your name, your name on the map. So I love the matchup. I love the opportunity for the program. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of ready for a redo at the Camping World Bowl, now Cheez-It Bowl, you know, after the Notre Dame game and, and, and followed up with a big win against Clemson. You know, and the other thing about that Notre Dame game, too, look, the following year, Notre Dame's in the playoffs. This year, they only lose one game. I mean, so they were on the cusp of, of something really great at Notre Dame. And we kind of bore the brunt of that. <laughs> it's kind of the kickoff to a great, really great two-year run for the Fighting Irish, for sure. But, you know, the other thing, it's kind of a, a dynamic, too, you know, with Brett Vanables leaving and becoming head coach, their defensive coordinator at Oklahoma. And their offensive coordinator is rumored to be maybe the guy he was rumored at Duke and now Virginia. They may be without both their coordinators, too. So that that's an odd twist that you normally don't see. Dabo Sweeney has come to find out. I didn't realize this, but apparently Coach Campbell has been had a relationship with him talking about, you know, going and visiting each other and coming to Ames and then going down to Clemson to visit what they're doing in their program. But Dabo is someone that I've actually studied a little bit in leadership and I mean, he is a phenomenal leader. If, if, if someone can figure it out, uh, Dabba will. But it does create a lot of disruption in that locker room when you're used to having your D coordinator and offensive coordinator calling the plays. And, and uh, there may be a little bit of disruption here, obviously, in this bowl game. If that's true, that offensive coordinator leaves. That's, that does put a lot of pressure on Dabo. And he may even pick up one of those. I'm not sure if he's the offensive or defensive mind coach, but he probably will pick up one of those coordinator spots if that happens. Yeah, two coordinators and an athletics director. <laughs> so oh, true. It's a, uh, been a strange, strange couple of weeks here for Clemson. But you know, you mentioned it, Hark. Top five teams in the pro in the country, really, in the last ten years. Top five programs, really, top two. I mean, it's been Alabama and Clemson uh, as the top two. So you look at the last three bowl opponents for Iowa State: Notre Dame, Oregon, Clemson. I think it says a lot about the Iowa State program that those are the kind of matchups they're getting in bowl games. So you look at this, and, and people have talked about back to when we played that Pittsburgh win back in, in 2000 when you go 9-3, and three, and that was a good win. I mean, I, I think that's a good win, but that has nothing – it was a good win because it got us over a hump and something that hadn't been done before with winning a bowl game. But I think what this program's at right now, and this is why I'm so excited about this program, is we beat Oregon last year. And, and Oregon's in the mix right now. And then, you, like you said, you miss, you miss Notre Dame. Now you got a shot at Clemson. 
that's a different game than like a third place finisher out of the Big East at the time of Pitt. You know, it's just we were where we're at right now is at a top of of the food chain. We're getting there. We're trying to fight over the top of that mountain right now. And this is the one where if you can get a win against Clemson, the momentum you get going into the next year is unbelievable. Even for kids that aren't even playing right now, it's just that shot in the arm to get you through that offseason and the excitement you need to start that next year strong. Not to mention on the field, but in recruiting as, as well. I mean, you beat Clemson. I mean, that that where Iowa State's done a lot of recruiting in the Florida area. I mean, th those people in particular really understand Clemson. Really, everybody around the country does. And, and when you beat the Clemson, I mean, that, that would be a huge, huge feather in the cap. And I think just another stamp of credibility is – as the coaches have done such a great job in upgrading our recruiting over the past few years, each one maybe a little better than the last one. This one looks like a terrific recruiting class coming in to start signing, you know, next week. But I think going forward, it could maybe elevate you and maybe take another big step in the recruiting process next year. It does. And I, I think this class, like you said, Eric, I think it is the best class that we've ever had at Iowa State, the next one coming in. I don't know more rankings that we've always been. I don't I haven't really followed them. I've had the opportunity to review the film of the, all the, you know, the commitments that hopefully sign on the, on the dotted line next week. If they do, this class is absolutely jacked full of big time football players from defensive ends. There's two wide receivers that are really special. There's two running backs that are extremely special. Uh, there's an offensive lineman, I think, is that is next level player. There are some players that are going to get signed in the next week if they do. Watch out. I mean, this is it's a different level of player coming to Iowa State right now. To look and feel my best, I reach for Authentic Brand Gear. The style and comfort of Authentic Brand by TCB Companies delivers that boost of confidence to be my best. Outfit your life with Authentic Brand Gear by TCB Companies. And don't just do it. Do it in authentic brand. Hark, how do you approach this if you're the Iowa State coaching staff? How do you approach these weeks leading up to the bowl game? I know it's not necessarily the same every single year with the approach you take, depending on what kind of roster you have coming back the following year. And, you know, I guess, how do you think Matt Campbell and his staff will approach the lead up to this bowl game? Well, number one, they're, and you can see it on social media, they're locking down this class. You know, they're out traveling around right now. They're not even practicing at this point. You're letting your kids catch up on schoolwork, you know, prepare for finals. Then when you start getting it ready to bull prep, which I believe will probably start next week, it's more like a spring ball practice schedule than it is like an in-season schedule. So they'll probably practice three, maybe four days a week, you know, kind of an every other day, still stay fresh. And then – when it's the week before the bowl game, that's when you'll see them turn it on to a normal bowl or to a normal game week where they'll practice every day, a normal Monday, normal Tuesday, normal Wednesday, obviously. And then by the time you get to the Friday of game week, which is not Friday for us for the game, but you know how they look at their schedule, it'll be a walkthrough. And then here we go on the, the day before the game. And then on game time, they'll be ready to go. So really there's only going to be one full week, I believe a practice for them where it's every day. Other than that, it's going to look more like a spring ball practice schedule. One thing that we should all be excited about is that Charlie Kohler won the William Campbell Trophy, which is basically the academic Heisman. And absolutely love the fact that Charlie won this. So deserving. 3.99 GPA, mechanical engineering degree already. Now working, I think, on a, a finance degree in addition to that. But what a special guy he's been in this program. And 
I love the fact that when he got up to give a speech, he said, yeah, when I heard there was uh, from my media guy, Beaner, that there's uh, a speech involved with winning the award, I kind of secretly hoped I didn't win it. (laughs) Vintage Chuck right there. Vintage, you know, what, I mean, what a character. Sometimes you think that the 4.0 guys or, or 399, whatever, you know, are, are some kind of book nerd or something. And Charlie is a Charlie is a unique guy. He's got a tremendous sense of humor. But, man, he is so dedicated to his craft at football, too, when he when he's there. And I thought one of the cool things was seeing he and Chase Allen, just the two guys that have been in that tight end room and have led that room for years. But that Chase was there, too, because, I mean, Chase has had a great career. But just the closeness of that whole group, I I think, has really sent waves throughout the whole football program in a very, very positive way. What what a great leader he's been. And obviously, as a performer, he's the best tight end in the country. He is. Who's the teacher that gave him the 3.99? I want to I want to meet the, the professor that they got him down from a four to three. That person's in witness protection. I, yeah, I had a bunch of people like that, too, that kept me from getting that you know, 2.9. <laughs> <laughs> held me down. I was going to say, I have a whole staff of, of professors <laughs> in my business school that kept me away from that but and, and my study habits. But you know what? The cool thing about him, he exemplifies this football team. This football team's full of Charlie Kohler's, not 399s at that level of education. But I think we had, what, 42 All-Big 12 academic All-Big 12 or 43 juniors and seniors. Like, that is, the, that is the cool thing about this program. And I think that's why we're able to attract some of this top talent that's coming in right now. That they, they, Yes, they're going to advance as a player, but they're, they're also going to advance as a young man and get a great opportunity outside of college, whether it's football or professional career, too. So it's just a, a pretty cool award that represents that entire program right now. It- it also tells you, I think it speaks volumes about the players and what Matt and his staff really view as important when they recruit a player. You have to have the right fit, you know, and part of the right fit is, hey, you've got to be, you've got to take care of the academic part too. That's got to be important to you. And I think you can't just have, that. just doesn't happen by accident to have all those academic all Big 12 performers. I think it's just a matter of doing a great job of evaluating, getting to know these, these student athletes when you're recruiting them, these potential recruits, and finding the ones that are going to be the right fit. And when you, you find the ones that are the right fit, then, then you do your best to close the deal. Well, on the field, obviously some, uh, some great performances as well this year. And hopefully Charlie, who is definitely among that group, will be recognized as an All-American here in the next week or so. There's so many All-American teams. But already we've seen a couple juniors, Brees Hall and Will McDonald, named as first team All-Americans on uh, various All-American teams. And you don't want to start taking that stuff for granted. I mean, it's like, you know... <laughs> You, you, you go years without an All-American, and then all of a sudden last year we had we had several, and you don't want to get to the point where I'm burying the lead that, hey, we got a couple first-team All-Americans. That's a pretty good deal. A terrific deal. You know, Brees kind of has been, for a guy who was a unanimous first-team All-American last year, he really flew under the radar nationally this season. I think mean, it's kind of crazy. Uh, but he just continued to produce in, in ways that as teams did everything they possibly could. However many people they put in the box, the whole game plan designed to stop Brees. He was productive every game, productive maybe in different ways. But what a great year he had. And he, he is certainly well deserving of any any awards he gets. And hopefully it'll be the Doak Walker. 
Yeah, we, t- we talked to Coach Campbell early in the season, and I remember a question I asked him. I go, what's, what's it like having All-Americans on the team? How does it impact what you do on Saturdays, you know, with game planning and, and what you do with them? And I thought his response was awesome. And, and what he said was, it wasn't about how they play the game. It's how they affect the people that are around them. And I think that when you look at what Charlie did and how he led that entire offense and came through at big times, but he made people around him better. Brees Hall, what he's done to help develop Jarrell Brock, I think you're going to see some great things out of him. It was really nice to see him have that big touchdown run against TCU to end the season as well. And Mike Rose, we saw him on the field the entire game. I don't care if we were up by 30 at the end of the game, Mike Rose is out there running the defense and impacting the guys next to him. So I think what was but is nice, yes, it's, we'll take All-Americans all day long, but Coach Campbell and those players understood it's great to be an All-American recognized, but how do you impact the people next to you? And I just – I thought that was a great approach that he took to this season with those guys and, and put an expectation on their shoulders. Like, yes, we'll get you the ball. We'll get you in a place to make tackles, but you have to impact the guys next to you as well. So just a great approach uh, to having top-tier talent like that on your team. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones' John Deere dealer of choice. Well, guys, let's wrap this up with a quick comment or two on basketball, starting with, you know, last night, obviously, great win for the Iowa State women. Uh, top 15 matchup. They beat Iowa in Hilton Coliseum. I went to the game with my daughter. It was just a blast. And, man, what a, what a great showcase for women's basketball in this state. And, Bill Fenley now 14 and 12 all time against Iowa. This series has been really good for women's basketball in this state. And I, I think it's just been good for both these universities. Thanks to Iowa corn, you know, for their sponsorship and jumping on board with this thing, because I think it's elevated the level of attention that some of the sports are getting. And certainly women's basketball has benefited from that too. Yeah. What a great game. What two really good teams. I mean, man, back and forth, but you know, I think just as the men will be charged with doing tonight. I just thought the Iowa State women were so tough in this game. They were tough-minded and they were determined. They were getting the 50-50 balls. Obviously, there are great players on each side, you know, but it was everybody, a collective effort uh, that led to that win. What a, it, it was a hell of a game. It was. What's nice to see them is respond, Eric. So they were, they were up by 17 the year before and, and were unfortunately not able to close that out. This game there, I think it was 12 was where they got to, and they came back, and Iowa took the lead, and then they came back and won and responded. So what a good win. It's just cool to see Bill Finley be the one to finally break the streak with Iowa beating us in wrestling and football and basketball. It's been a few years, and we we got to get that streak going the right direction, and you can always count on Bill Finley turning this thing in the right direction for us. Well, hopefully TJ keeps it rolling in the right direction tonight, and, you know, who would have guessed a month and a half ago that this game would have the – attention that it has not just within the state but nationally because these are two really good teams and it's going to be a real battle at Hilton Coliseum tonight I love the approach that TJ's taken with his guys he's just saying look our habits that we do on a daily basis are what's going to carry over into games and that doesn't change regardless of who the opponent is now don't think that TJ doesn't want to beat Iowa but at the same time, he's not going to go reinvent the wheel. He's, his team's 8-0, and, 
and he's going to ask him to keep doing the same things that they've been doing to be successful to this point. Iowa State's basketball team is the biggest surprise in college basketball in the nation. I mean, uh, but but Iowa is better than I thought they were going to be, too. Uh, I think both these teams are, are certainly Iowa State a bigger surprise, but Iowa has been surprisingly good. I think they're a really good team, and there are some really unique challenges with their length and their press. I think it sets up to be a terrific game, but once again, if you look – at what TJ, how he approaches it, how his staff approaches games like this. We, we've seen it already. We've seen it at Creighton, how dialed in you have to be, and you have to be able to fight through things when things aren't going your way. That's the kind of effort it'll take tonight. And if they can do those things consistently for 40 minutes, they're going to have a great chance to come away with another win. They will. I, I, you guys have to work tonight. Call the game. I actually get to be the crazy fan in the stands screaming. But I, I look forward to, to being there. I think it's going to come down to turnovers. And it's funny because it's the same thing for the football game as it came down to turnovers and, and taking control of the ball. Like you said, that pressure and that full court press is some of the things they can do with their length. But our defense – Yes, it's one thing to talk about defense, but how TJ has these guys playing defense with that effort and having a pride around it, it's unbelievable. So I think it's going to be a ton of fun as a fan to watch. You guys are obviously the experts on this thing, but uh, I look forward to going crazy later tonight at, uh, at a Hilton. You make a great point about turnovers being super important in this game. And, you know, Iowa's a team that doesn't turn it over. They're like seven turnovers a game. One of Iowa State's greatest strengths is forcing turnovers. So that's going to be a battle of wills right there, too. And we'll see how that plays out. It's going to be a fun one for sure. And the Cheese It Bowl is going to be a blast as well, guys. And a reminder once again, we will have a show December 27th down there, 6 30 to 8, where we dive a lot deeper into the game. But if you're a fan and you're thinking about going to the bowl game, do it through Iowa State. Go to cyclonestravel.com. They've got all kinds of great packages where all you have to worry about is being a fan. Yeah, you, you let the Anthony Travel people take care of everything else. So it's cyclonestravel.com. And, guys, we will see you in Orlando, but uh, we'll see you, first of all, tonight at Hilton Coliseum. Let's let's take care of business first tonight. Be great plan. Absolutely. Go Cyclones. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.